Hey everyone, it's MJ, and thank you for joining me. Where do you work? Even though we fill out a job application and go through the interview process, sometimes we are sent to certain places to save lives. Isn't that what Esther did? But not just employment status, but it could be the little deeds that we do that can literally save someone's life. I hope you stick around because I have some very interesting things to share. So please stay tuned. Sometimes we get these little urges to do certain things. And let me tell you that you should never ignore them. I don't care how simple they may be. Sometimes we feel led to call or to text someone, to go visit someone. It's amazing that the most simple urges could lead to complex situations. And you may ask, well, what do you mean by that? You don't know. You just don't know how many lives you have saved. And this episode is inspired by a true story. I was talking to someone who was a police officer at the time. And his brother stole money from their father. And the father was livid. As a matter of fact, he was so mad that he was planning to kill his own son. He called him and asked him to come over the house. And the son agreed to come. And the father was sitting on a chair with a blanket over his lap with a gun hidden under the blanket, waiting for his son. But the police officer, for some reason, felt led to go to his father's house. And he got there before his brother. And he was able to calm the father down and get the gun away from him before his brother got there. Just a visit with his father, just his presence there, saved his brother's life. You can probably already guess what would have happened if he had not shown up. Somebody would have been dead and someone would have been in jail. But that little urge to visit saved someone's life. I know another story of a woman who felt led just to go to the convenience store to buy a bag of chips. Nothing special, nothing grand, just going to buy a bag of chips. It just so happened that when she was on her way, she saw her aunt, who was having some physical and mental challenges at the time, was trying to go somewhere she had no business going. And she was able to get her aunt to a place of safety. What would have happened if she didn't act on that little urge? Her aunt definitely would have been hurt. But you see, life-saving doesn't have to just be physical, but it can be emotional as well. I remember one time I felt led to give a woman a hug at my church. I looked at her and she was acting quote-unquote normal. 
She was smiling and she was talking to everybody like she usually does. She looked like nothing was wrong with her. I was a little confused, but I obeyed what I believed the Holy Spirit was telling me to do. So I walked up to her and without saying any words, I just hugged her. And when I did that, she broke down and started crying. It scared me a little bit. I said, what's wrong? What was wrong? And she said, I needed a hug. You see, lives can deteriorate in more than a physical way, but in an emotional way, in a mental way. See, we can't see all of the thoughts that are going through a person's head or what is in their heart. We don't know all the things they have been through or what they are currently going through. Just because a person is smiling and laughing or acting normal doesn't mean that everything is okay. However, God knows and sees all, and he wants to use you as a lifesaver. When you fill out a job application to become a police officer, what you are doing is taking a vow to risk your life to protect. You are willing to face high volumes of violence to save someone's life. If you are a firefighter, you risk your life. You need to run into burning buildings to help save lives. And yes, those jobs are very extreme and dangerous. But sometimes it's the very simple things that we do that can save someone. We may feel that our well-doing is in vain. But you don't know who's watching you. Who are you inspiring? Who you are helping and who you are saving? Everything doesn't have to be done in the open. Some things can be done in secret and have the same effect. But when you do things, remember not to do it in pride, but in humility. Matthew chapter 6, verses 2 through 4. So whenever you give to the poor and do acts of kindness, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do, in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be honored and recognized and praised by men. I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, they have their reward. But when you give to the poor and do acts of kindness, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your charitable acts will be done in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. That leads me to another time. I remember I felt led to pray for my coworkers. At the time, nothing was wrong. No one was really going through anything traumatic. But I obeyed. I went to work early that day and I anointed every chair with blessed oil and I prayed over all of their chairs before they got there. I didn't make an announcement and I didn't tell them. But it just so happened that every one of my coworkers lost a close loved one that year. 
everyone. And we even lost one of our colleagues suddenly that same year. And that really shook us up. I thought back to that day that I prayed. I believe the Lord gave them all strength to make it through those tough times. Sometimes we are led to do things for people and it seems as if it was a waste of our time. It may be underappreciated or overlooked, but don't let that discourage you from doing things for others. When you feel the Holy Spirit leading you, please obey. Oftentimes, it's much deeper than you think. And God keeps records. He never forgets. Hebrews 6 and 10. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. And Galatians 6 and 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I am encouraging all of you, don't ignore those little urges. We've all heard the saying, when someone comes through for us at the last minute, we'll say, Woo, you're a lifesaver. It can be something as simple as praying for someone or a visit, or buying someone lunch. That may seem very insignificant to us, but you don't know how it can positively affect the other person and change and even save someone's life. Not only that, but God will bless you for your obedience. So, are you a lifesaver? You may never know. But I hope you are inspired to do those little things that may save lives. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not already, please subscribe. There'll be many inspirational episodes that will be coming your way. And don't forget, you can stay connected with us on social media. We are on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. Wow. Who knew being a lifesaver? would change my life.